Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode on fibre. Before we get started talking about fibre, I just have a couple of announcements that I want to make. Now, the first one is that I am currently doing a free four-part video series, which is a workshop, and it's called How to Lose Weight and Lead an Amazing Life. And so many people think that losing weight and leading an amazing life is too much to take on, but I promise you it is not. It is easy when you know how, and I'm going to show you how. So in the first video, we talk about the planning stage, the thinking about where you are getting to. And it's really powerful, really powerful indeed. And the second video we're talking about is the actual journey that you have to take to get to where you want to get to and what scuppers you along the way. So what we're essentially looking at is cravings. And I give you three really powerful tools to help you combat cravings. In the third video, we talked about what it's like to lead an amazing life and habits and how you have to have habits that help you. And a little secret, you don't have to be really disciplined to have good, healthy habits. You just have to set your habits up in a way that works for you. Now, the fourth video is all about your transformation. And that video goes live today. So go and check it out. It is super exciting. And... If you watch that video, I will tell you more about the program that I am just about to launch. And I am super excited about this program. It is going to be a group program. So it will be similar to the work that I do with my one-on-one clients, but it will be in a group. So more people than one, clearly. And the thing about this program is it is you doing this work. Most people who want to change their lives, it isn't information they lack, it is the doing it. And this is what this program is going to be about. It is you doing the changing and me standing there and giving you the information that you need as you need it, but also standing there and being an advocate for that outcome. So find out more about that in the fourth 
video. Super exciting. And those videos will just be available till June the 5th. And after June the 5th, I will be taking them down because the programme will be starting after that. So there's only a short period of time. Go and find out. And obviously, if you want more information, then just speak to me directly. Now, fibre. I recorded this video, uh, sorry, podcast, at the in the autumn, I think. And since then, I have come to learn about a little piece of fibre that called psyllium. It's spelled P-S-Y-L-L-I-U-M, and it's a husk that you can use. Now, I haven't mentioned this in the podcast, and I think it is something that is worth checking out. It's very high in fibre, and you can just buy it in the supermarket, and I've seen recipes that turn it into bread. Now, full credit, one of my clients told me about this, so thank you, Alexis, for that. Now, I personally haven't tried this, but I am going to. I'm going to see if I can buy some of it. I know that I won't be able to buy it in my local stores in Spain. So I'm going to see if I can find some of it and I will report back to you. But check it out and I will add it to the handout as well. Let's talk about fibre. Good morning, wonderful people. How are you today? The sky is blue here in Spain. It's the end of winter, nearly. I can see most of the trees are bare, but some have some blossom on. And I love that time of year when you start seeing life and everything gets so beautifully green here. Today we are talking fibre, all things fibre. I am slightly obsessed with vegetables. You may have got this, but my big message to you is vegetables, vegetables. Go and eat some vegetables and love yourself some vegetables. So why are we talking about fibre today? Well, there was a recent study that was published in The Lancet um, in January 2019, and it was called Carbohydrate Quality and Human Health, a series of systems systematic reviews and meta-analysis. And this was a study that came out of New Zealand. And what they did was a systematic um, review and meta-analysis means they look at other studies. So they have to have a particular criteria of which studies they include and which ones they don't. And it's all very statistical and we're not going to get into that. Hurrah! I'm going to tell you a little bit about why fibre is important or what this study said. And then we're going to think about how. How do you get this fibre in your day? So this study said that the observational data, I'm quoting this now from their abstract, suggests a 15 to 30% decrease in all cause and cardiovascular related mortality. And incidents of coronary heart disease, stroke incidents and mortality, type 2 diabetes and colorectal cancer when comparing the highest dietary fibre consumers with the lowest consumers. So what they're basically saying is you are less likely to die of any cause if you eat lots of fibre. And they go on to say clinical trials showed significantly lower body weight, systolic blood pressure and total cholesterol when comparing higher with lower intakes of dietary fibre. Risk reduction associated with a range of clinical outcomes was greatest when daily intake of dietary fibre was between 25 grams and 29 grams. However, they go on to say that dose response curves suggest that higher intakes of dietary fibre could confer with greater benefits to protect against cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes and colorectal and breast cancer. Don't you love the way they talk? Like, They just don't talk in normal language, do they? What they're basically saying is you want to be eating 25 grams to 29 grams of fiber. And if you do eat more than 30 grams, then that's great. There are some other benefits, but really most people are going to be seeing benefits between 20 and 25 and 29 grams. 
So how do we get that? How do we incorporate fiber into our day? So I am going to tell you loads of secret and exciting things that you can do. But before we do that, I just want to tell you about two different types of fiber. And I'm sure that you have heard this before, but I'm just going to quickly recap. So there are two different types of fiber. There is soluble fiber, which means that it dissolves in water and then it forms a gel and a sort of gel. And um, this is found particularly in things like apples, oatmeal, which we call oats, nuts, berries, and typically, this is thought to lower cholesterol, or rather, it has been shown to lower cholesterol. Now, cholesterol is one of those controversial topics, and we're beginning to see that um, cholesterol and how we measure cholesterol's levels is um, more complicated than we thought. And Zarin, when we talked about heart disease, she touched on this a little bit, but we haven't been into this lot. But anyhow, good for you. Also, this soluble fibre doesn't spike your blood glucose levels so much and typically helps you go to the toilet, not be constipated and helps with weight loss. Now the insoluble fiber, as the name suggests, does not dissolve in water and this is really the woody stuff and this helps bulk you out and um, contributes to giving your biome a healthy environment. Now we haven't done a talk on biome yet but we will get to it, I promise you. And obviously, it helps you not be constipated. So both, I don't think you really need to get worried too much about the different types of fibre, except that there is a caveat. When you take a breakfast cereal, so for example, you take a breakfast cereal like brown flakes, high in fibre, and what they do is they whiz that up. And what we're looking at is the fibre content, but we also are thinking about our glucose level spikes. Now, if you eat bran by itself or whole grains by themselves, your body obviously has to break that down and get out all the goodness. Whereas if you eat it in a flour form, like bran plates, where they've already whizzed it up for you, actually, that breakfast cereal will spike your blood sugars much more quickly because your body can get to it. Although it's got the fiber in it, the fiber isn't forming a barrier around around the sugars. So I just wanted to mention that that, but you still get the fiber. But really and truly, what you want to be looking for is fiber in its whole forms rather than powdered. So moving on, how do you find fiber? Well, fruit and vegetables, fruit and vegetables. We love fruit and vegetables. And I would say fruit and vegetables at every single meal, if you can, every single time you eat, think about fruit and vegetables. And this is just a bit of a mind switch. It's very easy to pour yourself a bowl of breakfast cereal, but you could pour yourself a bowl of breakfast cereal and an apple. And do you know what? You don't even need to slice the apple. Slicing the apple is great if you want to do it, but you can just eat the two together. And that's what I do in the morning. I have a pear or an apple or a piece of fruit in the morning. Another thing that I find, just a few tips from having to cook for four children and finding methods that work really well. I like to cook fruit as well. I think it makes a really delicious dessert that also you can save and have it in the fridge to eat at breakfast time or lunchtime with full fat yogurt. And what I tend to do is go to market on Sunday and buy loads of fruit and vegetables. I love our Sunday market. And if there's anything left over from the week before, I will just cook it up. So whether it is apples and I just cook them up, chuck them in the oven or on the hob, 
or vegetables that are looking a little bit wilted, again, just roast the vegetables, chuck them in the oven with a splash of olive oil. So super, super easy and delicious and full of fiber. Frozen fruit, another, and vegetables, another great way if you can't get hold of fresh ones. I personally prefer fresh ones just because I love the shiny green. Again, call me strange, but I will often use frozen peas for my kids because they love peas and peas are not so easy to get seasonally. They're not easy to have all year round. Spinach is another thing that freezes really well. The other thing you can think about with fruit and vegetables is replacement for refined carbohydrates. So examples of this are cauliflower rice instead of rice. And cauliflower rice is so easy to make. You just need a food processor and you shove your cauliflower in and press go on the food processor until it's in tiny little bits. And then you can just put it under the grill with whatever you want, a bit of olive oil, lemon, cumin, something to give it a little bit of flavor. And it really doesn't need very long. So really super quick and really easy. And obviously cauliflower has carbohydrates in it. So it's not like you're not having any carbohydrates. You've just changed your carbohydrate. Another thing that I see is very popular. Personally, I haven't tried it myself, but spaghetti made from either zucchini or courgette, whichever you call them. I call them zucchinis. No, I call them courgettes. And you spiralize them. Um, You need a spiralizer to do it because otherwise you can't um, make the long spaghetti things. But you can make spaghetti from vegetables. The other thing I would say is eat the stalk too. Now, I wanted to have a look at quantities of fiber in different vegetables. And it can be a little bit tricky to work out which ones are really high in fiber and which ones aren't. Because if you look at the values that people give you, and you can Google values and find different values, it depends on what you eat. And you want to be comparing like with like. So one thing that you can do is compare 100 grams of avocado with 100 grams of raspberries. But the point is, how much do you actually eat? What is one portion? And obviously, it becomes slightly difficult. So I have put together a little handout with different lists of of fiber. And I will talk you through some of these a bit. So let's have a look. In vegetables, we have got artichokes coming up really, really high with 10 grams of fiber in an artichoke. Now, I hope you know what an artichoke is. I know that In other parts of the world, people don't eat artichokes as much as they do in Europe, in Spain and Italy and France. They are quite a staple. And right now we have our artichoke season and I love artichokes. They are big green vegetables. They're beautiful. And what you do is you pick off the leaves and you eat the bottom bit of the leaf and then you eat the heart. And they're really amazing if they're dunked in something like a salad dressing, a good source of olive oil, a good source of good fats. Totally delicious. That's what we're having for lunch today. So 10 grams of fiber, and that's a lot of fiber. So if you're thinking about 30 grams, you could eat three artichokes and be done with it. Now, a lot of people just eat the artichoke hearts, and they have a little bit less, seven grams, but still coming in with a lot of fiber. An avocado. One cup of avocado has 10 grams of fiber, which I find very surprising, but also amazing because I love avocados. 
And, you know, I think this is where it becomes really difficult. There's obviously a big difference between a small avocado and a large avocado. And it does depend clearly on how much you eat. Peas. Now, I think I'm going to include peas slightly outside of vegetables. So if I go back to my list of things and we have talked about fruit and vegetables, but peas and beans and pulses, they are kind of considered separately, but also a really good source of fibre. So split peas come in at 8.3 grams for half a cup. And chickpeas, 7.6 grams. So chickpeas and lentils, kidney beans, all really high in fibre and really amazing things that I think we do not use enough of. One of my favourite things is to make hummus. Hummus is super easy. Take some chickpeas or garbanzo beans. I get pre-cooked ones because it just makes life so much easier. Whiz them up with some olive oil, some lovely olive oil, a bit of lemon juice, some garlic if you want, some tahini if you want, and you've got yourself a super easy lunch, a super easy dip, and my kids absolutely love it. The other thing you can do with lentils is make dal. Again, super, super easy. And one of the things I really love to do is to put a dal on in my slow cooker. And then it takes me, say, five, ten minutes in the morning when I come back or when we're all back in the evening. It's super easy to just eat. It's ready, waiting for me. The other thing you can do with lentils is just add them to other things and substitute them for meat. So, for example, if you're making a spaghetti bolognese and you really want to have meat, you can do half meat and half lentils. And when you're used to that, you can perhaps change to or lentils, if that's what you want. My mother makes a really amazing shepherd's pie that my kids totally love. And she doesn't put heaps of meat in it. She puts lots of lentils in. And they're really quite meaty, particularly when they've got a good sauce around them. So really think about lentils and beans and peas. Okay, what else have we got on our list? Okay, fruits such as berries, pears, melons, and oranges. Vegetables such as broccoli, carrots, and sweet peas. And coming back to this list of vegetables, we typically think of green things as being high in fibre. So Brussels sprouts, cabbage, um, celery, those kind of things. Actually, when we look at this list that I have done, I'm surprised at how little fibre they have. Now, when I say little, it's compared to things like the artichoke, which really has a lot of fibre. Clearly, they still have fibre and they're still worth eating. But Brussels sprouts comes here as four grams and cabbage, 2.5 grams. That's 2.5 grams in 100 grams. Again, it depends on how much cabbage you eat. Obviously, if you eat more cabbage, you're going to be getting more fibre. Broccoli comes in at 2.4 grams. And a potato, for example, 2.2 grams. That's a potato with the skin on. So you can still get fibre from things like potatoes and sweet potatoes. Now, where is my sweet potato? 3.8 grams. And that's without the skin on. What else am I going to talk about? Nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds are an amazing food source. And I really think one, again, that we underuse and don't really think of turning to. So all nuts have um, 
a bit of skin around it. And that's where you're getting the fibre from, as well as obviously fibre inside the nut. So things like walnuts and almonds. Almonds come in at 3.4 grams, and that's for a small handful rather than 100 grams, because we don't normally eat 100 grams of, of almonds. Chia seeds are very high, 10.6 grams in two tablespoons. And my absolute favourite, really, that just trumps everything is pumpkin seeds. And I think pumpkin seeds are amazing, particularly at pumpkin season time. So when you buy a pumpkin and you've got all those seeds on the inside and you think, what am I going to do with them? Well, wash them off and just pop them in the oven to dry out. And when you eat them with the husk on, they have 18 grams of fiber per 100 grams. That is amazing. That tops everything. And they're a really tasty snack. You can do things like... um, add a little bit of paprika or something like that if you want to. And you can buy pumpkin seeds without the husk on. Obviously, they have less fiber, but again, a really tasty snack and something that is really enjoyable. Lastly, on my list, this list is not done in order, I have to confess, whole grains. So I've already talked about how when you whiz things up, you increase the GI of that food. So for example, whole grain bread still has a high GI, although it still has fiber in it. If you can think about eating the fibers as they are, so for example, spelt is an amazing fiber. It's really tasty, really delicious. And you soak it overnight, cook it up, and it's basically wheat, but it's wheat in the form that it was rather than being powdered. Bulgar wheat, um, quinoa is another really good fiber. Quinoa has 2.8 grams of fiber per half a cup. Okay, let's just recap. 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day is what we're aiming for to stop us from getting so many diseases, to help us not get those diseases. And the way we're going to do this is by having a variety of different amazing fruit and vegetables and whole grains. Now we could just go, okay, I'm going to eat seven apples, but that is not ideal. We want variety and we want different things. What we want is whole grains and ideally the actual whole grain as opposed to whole wheat pasta. Whole wheat pasta will give you more fiber, but ideally you want it in the original form, the non-processed form, if you can get it. So whole grains and oats, barley, rye, fruits and vegetables. Obviously, different fruits and vegetables have different amounts of fiber, but all of them have some fiber in them. Beans, peas and pulses, totally underused. Nuts and seeds, particularly my favorite pumpkin seeds with the husk on. And even potatoes with the skin on have some fiber. So it is easy to start adding fiber into your diet. Now, I've put this list into a handout and added some tips for you. So feel free to sign up and that will be sent to you. You can print it out and pin it to your fridge. Come and let us know how you're doing and how you're increasing your fibre. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, I would be super grateful if you could share it with your friends. Thank you so much. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Bye bye. For listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the new me challenge. Dig out those I can't do it thoughts and replace them with wow, this is easy and fun. 
you can sign up at drlena.com slash new me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.